Against All Odds is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. It has great odds and markets for the NBA, NHL, and Major League Baseball. So much more. Awesome new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sportsbook. Why, you ask? Because it's easy to use, because it's safe and secure, because you get your winnings fast now. They're delivered in as quick as two hours, and it's fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same-game parlay. Discover the most popular same-game parlays each day right when you log in, and if you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code against the odds so they know I sent you. Against the Odds, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you live on a Tuesday morning. Mikey Meatballs fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess and joining me as always. My wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, a degenerate trifecta. Harry, Brother Bry, Darren the Polly Kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? How we doing, Sal? What's going on, buddy? We are in the thick of things, NHL and NBA playoffs. It just doesn't end. It begins and then it just doesn't end. I think we're going to July with this, right? Did we figure out the Stanley Cup could go to July? It's got My to. God. It's <laughs> wow. Right? Is that what it is, Paul A. Kid? Anyway, we're gonna we're yeah. taking the steer by the horns here. We're racing to 10. It's race to 10 Tuesday. Harry, our very own Harry, is gonna be heading tonight to Footprint Arena in Phoenix. There's a FanDuel yeah. sports book right in there. We're gonna bet it live from the sports book. He'll have a mob of degenerates around him, right, Harry? This is gonna go Absolutely. Well. <laughs> Absolutely. It's gonna be a blast. I think uh I think we're gonna have it so the first um 30 people to touch your head will get a free race to 10 ticket. Now we haven't decided uh, we're taking the suns, right? We have to take the suns. You're in Phoenix. They're favored. I think it's about minus 162 now that they scored 10 points uh, before the, who are they playing even? I don't even know. (laughs) Dallas Mavericks (laughs) at this point, I think they'll get there. Uh, So you'll get like a $16 and 20 cent ticket to win 10, but it'll be fun. You'll get to meet Harry. You'll get to touch his head. Like I said, Right there. That's 30 the lucky people, board. by the way. What 30 is it? Lu- that's 30 lucky people. We hope. We hope. Let's get the Suns out to a big lead. And then, you know, I don't know. Pauly Kid, do you still have Dallas and stuff? I can't remember now. Um, I do have them. Uh, right. I think um, somewhere at uh, plus one and a half games. Oh, plus sure, one and so. a half games. All right. So if yeah. they won, the, they get yeah, to that third okay. Yeah, Darren, Darren's yeah. got something on all eight teams left, I think. Yeah, that's no. true. That's no, true. I He's don't. got... All the West no, I kind of think you do. Well, Harry, I mean, if anyone's going to give advice, <laughs> it should be you. Now, I'm not sure if you're a winner or a loser from this, but yesterday <laughs> on the podcast, you mentioned that, first of all, you told you you hit us up with something, a, a bombshell the other day. You had a Memphis 30 to 1 ticket. You'd think we would have known about this, but you right. said you had a 30 to 1 ticket on FanDuel. You bought it back uh, a couple months ago. I don't know, before the season. When did you say you got this? I got it uh, when they were, they were actually 29 to 1, so quite some time back. All I right. got uh, probably th- two I asked you when you bought this months. and you say quite some time back. That's <laughs> uh, right. two, two and a, two, how about yeah. two, and a half, two and a half months ago? Okay, how about that? great. Yeah, so like 30 games, whatever you want to say. All right, so you got 30 to one odds. Uh, you bought it for 30 bucks. It pays off $900. And when John Morant went down, when it was pretty sure that he wasn't going to play game four, uh, you went and sold it to Fandle. How much did you get for that ticket? $11, $11. And that you use the $11, which was the last $11 in your account to purchase yep. a six team parlay. Yeah. And what was the idea? You had already hit five games of the six hit five on Sunday needed yesterday. The 
Capitals and Panthers to go over <laughs> six and a half for like two hundred and thirty bucks or whatever it was. So I would been I'd be back in business and wouldn't have to put more money in the account. Now I knew, and then we just know there are short things, and then there are short things. And we just yeah. knew, Bri, right? We knew there was no oh. way this game was going over six and a half. <laughs> yeah. He couldn't. He couldn't. Bail out it. on this ticket that he just mentioned to us and get the eleven dollars and not have to buy back in well, and go six for it just wasn't and then what it was like a one one with three minutes I, I didn't even I didn't even watch I knew it was, it was one going it was on one uh, one one with like ten minutes ago in the first and then no scoring into the third <laughs> with like four minutes ago so it was screwed and you know of course like I'll tell you what my my hockey picks for the playoffs have been pretty damn good except for this series and this series just screwed me yeah. Well, it's, they're all tough. It's, so. it's really great, though. I mean, I'm still laughing the fact that he sold it. It's like Darren's Panthers. They're it's so like great. Where's the scoring, Darren? It's like somebody they selling won. like their watch for like crack cocaine or some something like that. He does this for a living, and he, he wanted hey. $11 back. Like, it's guess so what? Desperate. Yeah. Yeah. Guess what? They probably <laughs> down 3-1. They wouldn't give me shit for it now, I bet. Well, here's the good news. No, well, here here's the, here's the actual news. Memphis is now 31-1. to one. So I think you should, um, when you re-up, you got to put another $30 on that. They're actually 31 to 1. I've but anyway, said it, it Harry, is. maybe you could discuss it yeah. with uh, some people yeah. right there at the FanDuel Sportsbook right. Foot Unbelievable. Arena. Uh, we're going to talk, uh, we're going to get into those games last night. We're going to talk NBA, Miami, Philly, and Phoenix, Dallas. That's on tap tonight. We'll give you a hockey pick. Oh, my God. Eddie Spaghetti is not with us. Um, and, uh, for, yeah, he took his life midway through the second period. No. Uh, 30th birthday yesterday. Poor Eddie Spaghetti. His Rangers lose seven to two on his 30th birthday. They're now plus 500 to come back and win the series. I wanted to send him money because miraculously, as bad as the Rangers were, I had a legit chance to cash on my, what did oh I had the blue gosh. shirts, blue shirts yeah. over two and a half goals. <laughs> and I would have sent them a hundred birthday bucks. I would have said, Hey, Spaghetti, feel better a little bit. Right. Hopefully this helps. Um, Bry, they scored two minutes and six seconds into the first period. What's my live line on over two and a half Ranger goals when they score two minutes, six seconds into oh, the first yeah, period? Oh, yeah, minus, yeah, minus 600. Maybe. Oh, minus really? That's it? No. Yeah, well, you think it's higher to get over? Oh, I guess, I, guess, yeah. I guess that's what it would be. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. that's I mean, I, I'm sick. I'm so sick of these Rangers. I almost want like I don't know. I've lost so much money on them, and I keep mm. betting them in these individual games. I bet Kreider to have a point. I thought he scored for a second there yesterday. He didn't end up scoring. I'm, I'm so sick of this team. I almost just I don't know. When when this is over, I'm just gonna go back to really hating the the Rangers. Oh my god. Yeah, so yeah, bad. yeah. This makes you hate them even more. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, I'm, that's not, right. I'm not as invested as uh, you guys are because uh, what the? I, I, but I love that over two and a half goals. I mean, for God's sakes, who was? Did, the, did we see the Rangers third string goalie yesterday? Because that's that's the big joke right here, right in this series. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, it's crazy. Five, Bri, put more on it. They're five to one to come back and win the series, the Rangers. <laughs> oh, do it. Oh, my uh, God. I have so we'll much. get into NBA in a second. I do want to promote their May prop culture right there. Extrapoints.com slash arcade prop culture. You could talk about, I don't know, how many times will Maverick fly his plane inverted over under one and a half? Dumb questions like that. There are <laughs> 10 of them. Whoever does best out of 10 gets a gold hat, the elusive gold hat. Not elusive for me or, or Parley Kid or Harry, but mm. Brother Bry has not won one. So uh, now's your chance. May prop culture get in. I think we close it down Saturday. Lots of stuff going on in May. Lots of stuff going on tonight. NBA, well, let's recap last night. Boston 116-108. Al Hofford went absolutely bonkers. I mean, as Harry pointed out on the podcast, 
And then the announcers harped on for three hours. He's 36 years old. He's 36 yeah. years old, Harry. 36. 30, this, actually, his birth, he will be 36 June 3rd. I know. Oh, exactly. wait a minute. Wait a minute. We got to check. We got to clear that then. Right, it's not so much of an accomplishment of the 35-year-old as it would yeah. be of 36. But career right. high playoff, uh, the career playoff high, 30 points, uh, five for seven from three. Would not let the Bucks sniff the lead in the last six minutes. Actually, it was tied with 5.15 left when Tatum picked up. He had 10 points in the last five minutes. And now the Celtics probably get a minus 190 to win that series, which is what about what it was when it started, right? I think it was minus 200. You like them to win uh, their home games or you think it's over in yeah, six? Yeah, no, I think, no, I predicted right from the start. I said Celtics in seven. I mm. think it's right on track for uh, that prediction. Uh, yeah, the Celtics showed some guts uh, last night. So good, good for them. Uh, Tatum who again was uh, not really was great down the stretch when they really yep. needed him. He was great. Uh, I wish I had jumped on that uh, over 28 and a half uh, points. Uh, I did he have the 30, Celtics, right? Did he end up he, right he did, with 30? Yeah, he did yeah. go over that number. So uh, I wish I had jumped on that, but I would have been sweating that one out. But good job by the Celtics. I think this goes seven and uh, it will be anybody's game at that point. But of course, I do have the Celtics. Uh, although it will be hard for me to root for the Celtics uh, to win. I hate Boston and everything. So of course, that's the, that's the issue. Yeah. I took so. Milwaukee in seven. I also took Milwaukee plus a game and a half. So uh, the Celtics win games five and six, I think is what we're looking at here. Uh, that's what's going to happen. Then the second game, a uh, very lethargic warriors team. My goodness, without coach Kerr uh, held on. I think they had their first lead of the game. Curry hit a free throw like 45 seconds left. That, that was their absolute first league lead of the game versus uh, frisky John Morantless team. 101-98, they win. Memphis covers the plus 10. Uh, lots of Draymond Green histrionics throughout. Harry was right on the points under for Draymond. I think he had two. I was way off on rebounds. I thought under eight and a half. He probably had seven in the first quarter or something. It was ridiculous. Yeah. But now, Harry, I don't know if you want to take a lap of, for selling your uh, Memphis ticket. They're 14 and <laughs> one now to win this series. Yeah. No, again, like we mentioned yesterday, uh, Draymond, he just, he, without, without the Morant in there, he doesn't have to shoot. Doesn't even, he doesn't even look to shoot. He's got easy baskets. He's got easy shots a lot of times down low. He doesn't even think to shoot. Just wants to pass, distribute the ball, let other guys uh, make the baskets and play defense. And uh, they pulled it out. Well, shooting takes a lot of energy and would take away from all of his um, uh, flipping out antics. on the referees. Yeah, it's, it's like you got to yeah. save it, right? You, yeah. you got to pace yourself in these things. So anyway, we got tonight. Uh, I don't know. It, it's tough with these games. It's so hard to handicap these games. I know I get mad at the league, but why, why should Al Horford go off? Like, I, don't know. I just I, I'm going to take Jimmy Butler to score 35 or more points because it makes sense that Miami has to rebound and he has to have a big game. But that might not be the case. And especially no Kyle Lowry now. Right. And uh, we've hated Lowry. Anyone who's backed Miami in the last couple of games at <laughs> Philly. Right. Well, again, what was he? He's like three for 14 in two games. Oh, for eight from three in Philly. And uh, yeah, I wish I could say his replacement, Gabe Vincent, or his, his replacement is picking up the slack is better, but he's one for eight in two games. I, I I'm saying this is a Jimmy Butler game. He takes over Miami's given two and a half. It was three before yeah. the Lowry news, two Oh nine and a half is the total, uh, you know, I never want, I know whenever we say this, it doesn't pan out. And then it becomes an Al Horford type situation where, a, uh, you know, a role player gets it done, but I'm going with it anyway. He's got more responsibility with this offense. Now with Lowry out, it's going to take more shots. 
He's hit 35 or more points, Butler, in three of the last seven games, and he had a 33 in there. So he was close. Um, 25 for 42 shooting the last two games. I don't understand why this is plus 630. Butler to score 35 or more is plus 630. He's almost hit this half of his games in the last seven. I mean, you bet this every game for the next two or three, it's going to hit. I, I, I can almost promise you that. Plus 630 was plus 570. And then the Lowry news hit and it went to plus 630. That's my thing. Butler, 35 or more points. Harry, you like the steals for Butler. Yeah, I've been on this a couple times during the playoffs. I've been dead on with Butler. I'm going to go, and I've gone two or more. I'm going to go three or more steals tonight at plus 210. Now, he has gone for two or more in all eight playoff games. Uh, he's minus 165 to get two or more, but I'm stepping it up with three with Miami and Butler back in South Beach. He's had three and four in the playoffs versus Atlanta. I think he gets three tonight. Three tonight versus kind of a fraudulent Philly team when they're on the road. Give me Butler three or more steals at plus 210. Parlay, kid, you surprised it's two and a half? I mean, I'm looking at the Boston line. When they come back against the Bucks. they're five at home mm. in game five. Right. And, you know, I don't know. Obviously, the Warriors are going to be a big favorite whenever they're yeah. home. And the Suns are like six tonight. Two and a half is low. Cares yeah. if Lowry's out. Yeah, that's why I like the heat tonight. Uh, you know, as somebody tweeted out, Miami will be without star Kyle Lowry. Star? Yeah. Star? Star? What are they talking about? Star, he's shooting 29% in the playoffs, averaging six points a game in the playoffs. Uh, Miami, my guess is, will perform better without Lowry in the in the lineup tonight. Yeah. Like you're saying, I expect a big game uh, from Butler. And will we see a Duncan Robinson uh, uh, appearance tonight? Maybe makes a little cameo, hits a few threes. People have been calling calling for that, calling for him to maybe have a little bit of an offensive role here as Miami has struggled a little bit on the offensive side the last few games. So I just think Miami gets this done. I love the low, the low uh, minus two and a half. I, I, I think we should all be jumping on that tonight. They don't have the Duncan Robert because they don't really have like the bench player um, threes and points and stuff, right. really, right? I'm yeah, well, right. I think that's the thing. They don't really know how much he's going to play. I mean, if he was going to play, right. they definitely would have him. I know. It's yeah. a good idea to take him if they had anything, but no, they don't. Isn't that I, I crazy, though? That. Like, I did look for been, that, too. Brian, has he been that bad? I mean, in terms of not getting any play time when two years ago in the bubble, well, he was a major <laughs> integral part of that yeah, offense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Like, his shooting... His shooting on the season was a little bit worse than the last two years, but still, he's had some, you know, he's, yeah. you know, you, you at least test it out. If he goes out there and misses the first three, then maybe you don't play him again, but he might go out there and knock down his first three. So I'm not getting some of these numbers. Like even Butler to score 30 is plus 230. What's well, going on? Don't forget, Thir- I, you know, the only time he went under on his totals and I had it last week. So, uh, <laughs> all right. So I mean, I- yeah, Sal, for a guy that's averaging 29 points a game in the playoffs here for Butler. Yeah. And that plus, so that plus 230 is nice. And Very they need nice. it. It's a, as a, uh, and, I don't, I don't yeah. know. I, I don't want, see, here's why I only want to take pluses the rest of the way, because it's so demoralizing when an Al Hofford goes out and screws everybody's bets, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. or, uh, or Jaron Jackson or someone like that. But anyway, all right, Brian, you like Harden under 20 and a half. Should be good. I don't know. If, uh, if you feel like Harden righted the ship, then uh, this is not a good bet. But if you yeah. go by uh, his last, Four months is pretty good. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually surprised none of us have Embiid uh, going over just because of the whole MVP thing and whether or not he'd have mm-hmm. a big game. But, you know, Harden mm-hmm. finally had that big game against, you know, a last one, you know, hit some big shots late. But, you know, now back on the road, I'm going to say he cools off a bunch. You know, he's three for 12 from three in Miami. Um, he only went over this number once in game four. The Heat are going to, 
get out and defend him better on the three point line. I think he'll come back to earth. I think he's he'll this this will be one of those games where he frust, frustrates Philly fans maybe late, and I say he goes under twenty and a half. You know, I was thinking I, I can't say Giannis had a bad game yesterday, but I was thinking just that with him. Well, uh, the MVP thing, he's going to stick it. I think it was part of my analysis. He's going to stick it in everybody's face. What was his over-under yesterday? Was it 31? Somewhere in there? Uh, might Did have... he end up going over? Oh, he was way over here, right? Yeah, well, he had 34. But yeah. I was just wondering what the yeah. over Yeah, I think it was 31 and a half. It was I mean, he had a triple-double. We yeah. should have just bet triple-double. 16 rebounds. Uh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. He had uh, 16 defensive rebounds, uh, 18 uh, overall. But uh Yeah. Yeah, 14 for 32. I don't know. I just, I don't know how to analyze this. All right, the nightcap. Harry's going to be there. Race to 10. Footprint Arena in Phoenix. Like I said, first 30 fans to touch his head. Get a $16 race to 10 ticket. 16 to win 10. They're about somewhere in there. Uh, go harass them there at Footprint Arena in the FanDuel yeah. Sportsbook. Phoenix, 6 and 215 versus Dallas. Um... I don't know about the cover. I I, I think I, I'm going to pick them 116, 104. So I'll say they cover, but yeah. I like better uh, over 109 and a half team total, 121 and 129 at their two home games in this series, which is way over. I, like to me, this, but the Butler yeah. thing seems way off and this seems yep. way off. So over 109 and a half, and they averaged uh, 125 at home in, the, in this series. They went over this number at home in all three versus the Pelicans. Uh, eight out of nine at home, they went over this number to close the regular season. Now, now, look, there's always a chance they come out flat like the Warriors did last night. That was pathetic. So if they're six for 30 from Let's three entering that. the fourth race quarter. Race to 10. Race to 10. <laughs> Let's not say. We got oh, them yeah, race right. to 10. They can't come out flat. We'll they know can't. right away, Parley Kid. We'll know right away. But I think the refs are going to let Chris Paul play. Yeah. And maybe this time Luca gets in foul trouble. I don't know. Imagine if we analyze football this way. You know, the Rams are in San Francisco, and, you know, Aaron Donald's going to get called for four offsides, even though he's not even close to the neutral. Could, could you just even imagine this is yeah. how we would analyze a football don't I, don't game? Don't I do that? I usually do that that way, don't I? Yeah. You probably <laughs> do. Yeah, I know. And it's it's ludicrous, except it makes sense in the NBA. Anyway, I think like Aiton goes back to his game one form. Yes. Gets about 25, somewhere in there. Sun's over one, nine, 109 and a half. Could be easy. I think 116, 104. Parley kid, you like them. Uh, you're not playing around. Just take the Suns. Yeah, and you know I like the Mavs too, but I just think this is the yeah. Suns game coming back home after, uh, you know, a couple losses here. Um, and even though I think Dallas will play a gritty first half, I think they'll get it. I think this is a game that I see the Suns pulling away late. Aiton dominates the paint tonight. Paul has a big-time performance tonight. And Booker will do his thing. Uh, and, you know, the role players on the Suns are stepping it up. Guys like Crowder, mm -hmm. uh, Cam Johnson have been a little bit better as of late, too. I think on the home floor, they'll especially shine uh, tonight. So let's take the Suns minus the six uh, as they pull away in that fourth, uh, you know, early, late third, uh, fourth quarter. They start to really uh, get that lead up. All right, Brian, you have anything to add on Suns minus six? Yeah, well, I, I mean, I really like them. I'm going to have a lot of, on them to win this game uh, on the money line, but <laughs> right. I, I, um, I do like them to cover that too. They've, they've, you know, during the season they actually weren't that great at home covering, but they've covered three straight mm. here in the playoffs. Four of their last mm -hmm. five. I mean, the thing was, I mean, Paul was basically a no show, right? Game four, mm -hmm. yep. everybody on the whole team was in foul trouble. 
You know, they continued to tr- turn the ball on the road. But, you know, again, we talked about that. The big difference is the Finney Smiths, Bertans, Klebers at home. That makes sense in Dallas that, you know, that usually doesn't translate except for Horford yesterday. It usually doesn't translate um, on the road. And you'd think the exact opposite happens, right? Either a Bridges or Cam Johnson, right? Or Crowder, one of those guys go off. In addition to Paul probably having a big game tonight. And I think the Suns, yeah. I think the Suns cover. Harry, you agree. You think Paul's going to have a good game? Though? Just to leave his mother alone, for God's sakes. Stop touching <laughs> right? her. Yeah. Yeah. I like Harry, all you that. You know not to do that, right? You don't, you're do. not to leave the fa- the sports book. I do. I do. Chris Look, I, I, like, I, I like all that, Sal. I like you're over one and nine and a half, two uh, for the Suns. A lot has to do with Chris Paul being at home. Look, I, I got him over 16 and a half points at minus 108. We went over how he got hosed in game four in Dallas uh, with the three foul calls. But game five is back in Arizona in five home playoff games. CP three has scored over 16 and a half in all five. Plus before these two disastrous games in Dallas, Paul had scored 17 or more points in seven of his last eight playoff contests. He has a major bounce back game here. CP three over 16 and a half. All right, there you go. You could watch with Harry Chris Paul's major bounce back game tonight. Footprint arena right there in the FanDuel sports book. He'll have a nice ticket waiting for you. We'll get to 10 first. Maybe CP three scores the first 10 points. Harry, well, how great would that be? You got sure. right. 10, nothing. Don't have to worry about it. All our, all our bets are uh, looking good. By the way, the Warriors are favored in the West now. The Celtics are favored in the East. If you think that's the finals, you'll get plus 302 on FanDuel. Ooh. Do any of us think that's the finals? I say no. I think it's Warriors-Bucks. Um, Paulie Kidd, mm. you, do you think that's the finals, Warriors-Celtics? Well, you know, I do because I had the Celtics to win this series in seven. Yeah. Uh, and I do like them to uh, beat whoever they play in the next round. I guess I do. I think the Warriors right. is just in a good position again. I'm even though I'm really tired of the war. I'm tired of it. I, <laughs> I'd like to see somebody new. Uh, but I guess we did last year. I mean, but you know that would be a great series if it ends up Phoenix uh, Golden State. That's gonna be a great series. But I do like that a plus three hundred two. Uh, yeah, I think that's something I would consider well, jumping. Yeah, the up. only reason I say it is because this is probably the last chance, or within the next couple of days, that you'll get three to one odds or better on the on the right. favorites. And, right? and Sal, so, what's the Bucks yeah. Warriors? What, what's that one? The Bucks Warriors yeah. is uh, and then like I'll I'll do this in a second. Yeah, Bucks Warriors like five fifty or something. Yeah, Bucks Warriors. Hold on. Bucks Warriors is mm. six thirty seven. Mm. Yeah. So that's what I that's what I have. Uh, I took that like uh, some time ago. You had no, that like, like fifteen uh, to one, right? Originally, that was your fifteen. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So is that what you guys, Harry, you or, or Brian, you like this uh, the favorite uh, result? Um, I don't want to root for it. Uh, this yeah. I, I could see something weird happening here. I, I mean, I haven't been overly impressed necessarily with anyone, so I could see different things happening. Yeah. It's a, yeah. not a guarantee. And I had All before right. we before the playoffs started, I went with uh when we went over our picks, I went um Suns, Bucks in a rematch. But I don't know. I just think Suns could get there still. But uh I think Boston's yep. just a little bit better right now. And I a little bit better than Milwaukee. All right. I thought Harry was gonna hit us with another bombshell. You know, he's like, you know, I have 75 to one odds on Boston <laughs> Golden State. Like, oh, really? Go try to sell yep. it for 20 bucks. See what you was, could do. Yep. Hey, Shaquille O'Neal, Shaq, we love him. He was on, I guess it was his podcast, right? Babyface, the big podcast with Shaq. And he said, he was talking about the Jazz and said they uh, weren't that good a team to begin with. And Rudy Gobert is a great defensive player without any type of offensive game. And Gobert 
uh, responded, I'd lock his ass up. And now everybody's weighing in. Charles Barkley said kids in the stands would get hurt with Rudy blo- Rudy's block shots. Rudy blocking O'Neal. He might have just said that just to be fun, uh, to give it to him right there on the set inside the NBA. Our friend G- Doug Gottlieb said Rudy wins easily, right, babyface? Isn't that what he said? What did he say here? Yeah, he uh, Doug Gottlieb went the other way. Uh, that, that Shaq wouldn't stand a chance of that. I'm going to find it here. Uh, yeah, so I want to. Yeah, I made the line two in today's game. Yeah, yeah, but torched against Rudy Gobert. So uh, yeah, right. Like I don't. Well, if he's the best, if he's if he's the all star, right? He's the. Uh, who else would he be talking about? I no, guess, like, right? Yeah, I'm just saying it makes no sense, right? Well, I mean, he, the fact. He, yeah, he said uh, he that Shaq got uh, torched in today's game. Guy personally got Troy Hudson and Mike Bibby paid with his ball screen coverage. Gobert would struggle with his strength, but otherwise a handful for Shaq to score on. All right, so I set the line at Shaq minus two and a half, one-on-one game to 11. Maybe this isn't a good way to demonstrate who would, who's better in today's game, but uh, obviously... They're both in their prime. Let's say Gobert right now. Let's say Shaq. When's Shaq's prime? 2002? Somewhere around there? Um, Shaq 20 years ago, right? Uh, oh, yeah. Before, May, before Maybe that. a little bit before. Yeah, a little before? Late, late, yeah. late 90s. Oh, yeah, that's right, because he graduated with us. Okay, so not late 90s. All right. Uh, Bright, who are you taking? Shaq no, minus I'm definitely take Shaq, me. because I, all you'd have to do is just back him down the whole way, right, to the basket. And especially if you're talking about, you know, again, young, athletic Shaq. I mean, I mean he come had, on. Even though he can't, it's not like, I mean, have you seen Rudy Gobert ever take an outside shot? I mean, even though, I mean, it just doesn't make sense to me because, I don't know, back... So neither one of them is doing it from outside of right, um, right. eight feet. And, yeah, and Gobert's feet. not scoring on Shaq then if he's not hitting outside jumpers. I mean, this you know, you're talking about Shaq had to... Right? Shaq had to play against the best centers ever. And yeah. Rudy Gobert wouldn't even be close to some of those old guys back in the day. So, mm. I mean, he had to, you know... He's a work... Parley kid, did I set uh, the wrong it line? It, doesn't make sense. it just doesn't make sense. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. No, no, you didn't. That's about right, Sal. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I look, I Rudy, uh, Rudy Gobert should just be quiet on this uh, <laughs> issue. Yeah. Um, what has he ever won, uh, compared to Shaq? Right. Uh, I don't care. I don't care. You could say who well, got, Shaq he got, had COVID, he got COVID first there and he won that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. true. He was the winner, the winner in that race, I guess, uh, when it came to that. If well, it weren't for Rudy Gobert, that, it's COVID. No one would even know about COVID. <laughs> Gobert and Tom Hanks, shame, <laughs> shame on them. You know, no, I think I look, I, I don't see, uh, you know, if you want to compare, you know, Shaq's a uh, first ballot Hall of Famer is Rudy mm. Gobert. I, I I don't know. I don't think so. Is he first? Ba- I mean, I know she probably Hall of is he is he shouldn't you know, be a first ballot guy. I don't I don't think so. So uh, Shaq prime beats up on prime Rudy Gobert because there are guys right now that beat up on Rudy Gobert. That would right. ne- nowhere near as good as Shaq. So, uh, I take nothing away from Gobert. He's, a, he's a f- obviously a very uh, terrific de- defensive player, but this is that's a mismatch, somewhat of a mismatch. I'm tr- I'm just trying to think. So, Shaq, defensive player of the year. Let's see, he never won it, right? It was never really close. Was it? Was he like top three or four? I'm trying to think. And Gobert, like that's the only thing, Bri. You're right. Like maybe. Maybe Gobert wouldn't score on him, but would Shaq? Well, I mean, I the thing is, Shaq, he, Shaq used to score on Matumbo and those guys with ease, right? Yeah. I mean, Olajuwon, Robinson, Patrick Ewing. Yeah. I mean, Patrick Ewing is. I mean, right. those guys. Are, I mean, 
I don't know. It's like Gobert. I agree. Like, I agree with like I don't know how Gobert would score, but I agree with Brian. Like I'd take my chances with Shaq just backing him up, continue to back him up until he gets close enough to sneak it in. Right. Shaq hmm. played against the the best, you know, some of the best centers of all time. Gobert hasn't had to do that. Right. He hasn't had to do that. Who has he played against? All right. Listen, you're both right and you're both wrong. Final score 11 9. Sorry. Shaq doesn't cover. Shaq's better, but doesn't cover. Watch. It's going to happen. Harry, see if you can get I, that. I, listen, I, bought, I, I, bought, I, bought my, I bought back my ticket for plus three and a half. You did? There you go. All right. You know, see, see if you can get it out of the kiosk. I'm not sure if uh, I'm not sure to let it happen, but uh, there you go. All right. The playoffs are heating up and you can make every game feel like game seven on FanDuel Sportsbook, an official partner of the NBA. Throughout the playoffs, all customers can place a no sweat same game parlay each week. You get up to $20 in free bets if you don't win. FanDuel, so many ways to play. And best of all, when you do win, you get paid faster than a fast break. And if you're new to FanDuel, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up with promo code against all odds. Once again, that's promo code against all odds. And if you already have an account, you're all set to bet. No sweat. Either way, you get up to 20 bucks back in free bets. If your same game parlay during the playoffs yeah. doesn't win, FanDuel Sportsbook, an official partner of the NBA. Harry's going to be there at Footprint Center. FanDuel will be hanging around the kiosk. Don't be afraid to uh, hit him on the head. And you'll get your sixteen dollar to win ten race to ten. Oh, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. A lot of nuts there. Hey, let's go to NFL. Boy, Tom Brady signed with Fox, but after he retires, a ten year deal worth three hundred and seventy five million dollars. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is a lot of money. I mean, can you imagine after he retires, like, honey, are we okay in retirement? Or are we gonna go to Charles Schwab and? Try to figure out how we're going to live the rest of it. Like, yeah, don't worry about it. We're going to have enough to retire, and we we have a billion dollars, and we have another three seventy five million coming our way right. before I turn sixty, or is it before he turns sixty? I don't know. Fox is celebrating this brother Bry, but like you brought up, maybe he plays another six years. Yeah, well, that's the thing, right? I mean, people are going to forget about this if this is another three or four years down the road. What's Fox going to do up until then? I guess is the question, right? They, I mean, they yeah. Burkhardt, I guess, but yeah, they, they're going to struggle maybe for the next couple of years. Well, Burkhardt's play by play. And then uh, what right. do they have? Like Olsen is going to be. I think uh, so, yeah. Yep. All right. I mean, look, I don't, I don't really, uh, I love Romo, but Parley Kid, you know, I, I don't know. As we watch more and more games at once, I'm I'm hearing less and less from right from the analysts. So I'm juggling with my eyes uh, I, seven look, games. So I'm I'm not focusing on the audio. I like you know I like a game. I you know I'm a big fan of Romo. Obviously I'm, I yeah. like Brady too. I love to listen to Brady. But at the same time, um, I don't watch a football game because of who's broadcasting. If the Cowboys are playing, mm -hmm. I'm watching the game. Right, pretty much any NFL game that's on, I'm watching. A lot of people watch the games like Brian and I do. Where he's got a three screen setup. Yeah. We might not have vo volume on any of the screens. Maybe on one of the games, the closest game, we might have the volume up. I don't, I, it's, it's, it's really just boggles my mind of uh, the money that's being thrown around. These, these, obviously, these networks, Sal, have tons of money to just throw around oh, and yeah. people to call, to call games. Uh, tons of money, millions what? and hundreds of, of billions of dollars, I guess billions of dollars to just throw around. So I, again, it's good for Brady. Good for, good for these guys who are doing the broadcasting, but I'm a guy that I don't tune in 
to to uh to, depending on who's doing the game. I got to watch the game today. Brady's doing it. It doesn't doesn't work like that for me. Well, here's the thing: like 42 of the top 50 highest rated TV shows every year are NFL telecasts, right? So right. I think the idea is, well, we don't want to have to find out if this this is because of the announcers or if it's not, right? We, we don't want to rock the boat, so we got to keep up with everybody else sure. and then the money gets out of hand. But I will say, and again, I don't know that everybody watches TV like us, like maniacs. Harry, I know, doesn't get um, a lot of the cable stations, so this falls on deaf ears. But um, yeah. if it's a standalone game like the Thursday night game, like the Sunday night game, like the Monday night game, I think it makes more sense to have an, again, right. I, I love Romo. We love Romo. But when the CBS game is mixed with four others, with the biggest Romo game is mixed with four others, I'm hearing him less and less. And the same is going to go for Brady with Fox and having sure. the biggest Fox yeah. game. Go ahead, Harry. Now you shit on Romo. <laughs> no, no, no. You're absolutely right. I mean, it, it boils down to him having the best Fox game. Okay. But yeah, it's still going to be uh, amongst other games. So. Right. I mean, that's a ton, that's a, that, that's a ton of money for just a, a game where there's other games going out at the same time. I don't know, though. But maybe people just go go come home from church and put on Fox and whatever game is on. And then that's Tom Brady's in your ear. Maybe that's that's probably how most people do it. So I have no idea. Uh, I have no idea what's going on in Dallas, too. They want two teams. Dallas Mayor, maybe Babyface, maybe you're right. Maybe we have this guy on. Mayor Eric Johnson made the case that Dallas deserved the second football team. Uh, the way he breaks it down makes sense, and it doesn't. They have a, like a metro system now that's like second in the country, so mass transit is not a problem. They wouldn't play at AT&T Stadium. Of course they wouldn't play at AT&T at uh, Cowboys Jerry Jones Stadium. This is the mayor speaking up, right? Like, yeah, I'd love $3 trillion injected into the economy. Hear me out. Uh, we got to build the stadium, first of all. And it, like, yeah. It's going to make you look great, Paul. Like, kid, if the mayor of Huntington said, yeah, I want a football team in Huntington, uh, but we can't do it at the, uh, what's that What's that thing where the bands play right there? What's that? What's that arena? I don't know. Where do uh, the bands play in Huntington? Isn't that a... The Paramount? The Paramount. The Paramount. Yeah, well, they'll practice yeah. at the Paramount, but we need a new arena somewhere uh, somewhere in Huntington. Oh, right. I, I just don't know what's going to happen. Um, so, Jerry's not going to allow this. The mayor is going to be found in a dumpster behind a raising canes <laughs> in Arlington somewhere. Hey, I got, I got yeah. a good idea. Yeah, I got a good idea. How about we get a team in New York City first? <laughs> like, oh, well, in the well, actual city. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, in New York, like you know, Manhattan area. Like, we. How about we get a team there instead of calling the New York football teams that play. In New Jersey, New York teams, because they're not well, New York teams. But where's the How stadium, get, though? You're never I mean, going to get it in Manhattan. You're well, never, that's you're like when the, Je well, the, yeah. well, well, they, the Jets... Well, they tossed that idea around. Well, now they can't. When the Jets were looking at Hudson Yards, that would have been phenomenal if they got that. But um, Where was it going to be? Like Hudson Yards area. Like, yeah. where's yeah. where I kind of work right now. But um, Right, right, right. Yeah. I don't know. It's just so much acreage. And uh, it's so... I, I, someone could come up with a plan, of course. Yeah, New York. I mean, LA has two teams and right. people like one of them, you know? Um, I guess they both still make money, so that's the argument for that. But uh, it'd be funny, Parley Kid, if the second Dallas team was uh, a bigger favorite to win the Super Bowl than the Cowboys, <laughs> right? Well... We saw that. What, didn't the Texans beat the Cowboys like yeah, in their right. first game ever? Yeah. Like so, but that's Houston. You can yeah. see that happen. They would have less arrests. That's for sure. Oh, they'd have less what? Rest? Arrests. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. you, who right. do you root for? That's pretty root funny. For the Giants. <laughs> who do you? Who do you root for, Harry? It's a secret. <laughs> He's got time. He's got time to figure it out. By the way, how would there be a? I'm just curious. Just don't want to say that. How would there? 
extra team? Every division is equal. Each conference is equal. How would you make one extra team? And how would that be? How would that even fit in the schedule? Well, before extra teams. Yeah, it uh, could yeah, be an expansion. It'd have to be like the Jaguars. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. See if there are odds <laughs> on for the, the second Dallas team to win the Super Bowl before the existing Cowboys <laughs> team. I wonder what it'd be. It has to be at least even. All right. So that's uh that's our football news. Let's take a break. We'll pick a hockey game for you. All right, four games tonight in the NHL. Um, all four series playing tonight are knotted at two. And mm. someone pointed out, I think it was Furman, said 80% of the teams that win game five in a 2-2 series go on to win the series. So that, that would sense. make sense. Yep. Uh, I think we're covering three of the games. Uh, my Mine is, a. I mean, I got killed with that Rangers over two and a half goals. Luckily, we get a break from that. Um, Bruins-Canes. I'm saying overtime. Now, this is based completely on the do factor because uh, the, the, the games are won by four goals, three goals, two goals, and three goals. Who has four? Not even close to overtime. So we're well overdue for a close game. In fact, the Bruins have gone 10 straight games that are decided in regulation, and the Canes have gone 18 out of the last 19 in regulation. Put this in the asinine analysis bin because I'm not going to give you any trends that are going to point towards this game going to overtime, but it is going to overtime. It's going to be 2-2 after Patrice Bergeron has a one-time with three minutes left in regulation. Who wins in overtime? I have no idea. I just know it's getting there. Three to one odds. This series is due for overtime. All right, Parley Kid, you and Brother Brian are at odds with this Kings Oilers. Yeah, game. sure. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I, I think the, uh, I'm, I, look, I like this Oilers team. I think maybe this is the year they maybe have a little bit of a run. I mean, they, they had that super some of the best talent in hockey. Um, Mike Smith has really been the better goaltender in this series so far. I know Quick had a shutout in the last game, but I'm really looking for the Oilers to kind of revert to game two and three form where they outscored the LA Kings by a total of 14 to two in those games. So therefore I'm taking uh, the Oilers minus a goal uh, and a half Mm. at uh, what's the plus number I'm getting there. Was it plus 116? I'm getting confused because I also... Uh, yeah. I also have the Hurricanes uh, minus a goal and a half tonight, too. So well, how's that going to uh, happen in overtime? How, <laughs> how the hell is that going to This is true. But let's face it. Like you said, a lot of these games uh, that we've seen, and Brian mentioned yesterday, uh, have ended up um, right. where they, teams that, the winning teams are winning by two or three goals, Jesus. Uh, it seems like, in most of these games. So um, I'm, taking the, I'm taking the Oilers. I think they're, they're more talented uh, overall. They come back home on their home ice. Smith has a really good game. Uh, take the Oilers minus one and a half. There are a lot of blowouts. I don't know, Brian. I don't know that there's a lot of value in plus one and a half anymore. Yeah, Obviously, I, you go to funny. overtime. I was thinking you don't even that. I was thinking that because yeah. I did. I do like the. I did like the Kings at like plus one ninety. What they're at, but then mm-hmm. I was thinking plus one one and a half at minus one thirty eight. You know, uh, part of the kid did say. I mean, these games have been all over the place, with the exception of uh, game one. But I think the Oilers. You know. You know, they might start tightening up a little bit here. They could, you know, feel a choke maybe coming on. I will say Quick was a, a little unlucky. I think even in that game where they got killed in game mm. three, they outshot they outshot the Oilers. I think Quick was a little bit unlucky there. He's still has been one of the better goalies in the league this season. So I think, you mm-hmm. know, they kind of build off a of game four. I know they were able to shut down McDavid and Dreisaitl a little bit, so... I, you know, I, I kind of, I just like, you know, those large odds. The fact that you're getting plus, yeah. you know, 
Right. Even plus, I, I mean, I'll just take him to win. I'll screw screw the one and a half. I'll take him to win at plus uh, really? plus one ninety. Right. Plus one ninety. Let's change it up. All right, there you go. Yeah, geez, I mean, I I, I tweeted about it like a nine goal game. Uh, it was nine total goals in the Rangers Penguins. And I had over Rangers over two and a half. Like if I knew nine hey. goals were going to be scored, I'm like, Oh my God, <laughs> the kids, I'd, I'd sell the kids for whatever I got, all the dumb baseball equipment, anything. Uh, well, I'll anything. The Rangers, you know, yet, they screwed. Well, I was saying yesterday I had, so I gave out Kreider to have a point. I mean, they basically announced that Kreider had the goal there. That second goal, well, the guy's skate. we all assumed yeah. it was his goal. They called it his goal. He was celebrating as if he scored, and then well, all right, of a sudden right. it was off the skate. Here Kreider is like acting like he scored yeah. the goal. Yeah, like, right? High-fiving guys, like yeah. guys are pounding Just him. Just hit the guy's Meanwhile, skate. hit the guy's skate <laughs> when it's like, Kreider, like, dude, you're trying to like, – you're not getting the goal on that. Come on. I don't remember which goal it was. I mean, we were feeling – we were feeling uh, – his anguish, Eddie Spaghetti's, but uh, like every announcer and every whatever they bring on the 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 anal uh, the analyzer of the whole thing with the rules analysts and uh, the the puck that was stuck underneath the pads, right, and and was stuck underneath the pads the whole way through, right, Igor's pads, and you couldn't see it. And they're like, if they don't see a puck here at any point, any angle, then this is not going to be called a goal. Now you could tell his legs and his nuts and everything were over the line. Right. But if you go by that, and that really is the thing, like it's called, what was it called on the ice? It was called no goal, right? It didn't matter. Yeah, Whatever. No goal. They, they, end up, right. they, they end up getting killed. But I just felt bad because they they took you step by step mm. into how this was not going to be a uh, goal. And then they give the Penguins the goal anyway. And they well, went, whatever. But I just felt <laughs> spaghetti is just uh, losing his mind over everything. Uh, all right, Harry, you uh, Tampa Bay, Toronto, six and a half is the total. Yeah, I'm going with the total like I did last night of that, that uh, I gave out under one and a half last night between Calgary and Dallas in the first period. Zero, zero, D, zero, zero. So tonight I'm going to go uh, another total full game, Toronto, Tampa Bay, over six and a half. Now, uh, the Maple Leafs were second in goals scored this season, first in power plays. Tampa Bay gave up the second most penalties in the league. So hopefully a couple more power play goals by Tampa, which they've had many in this series so far. So you know, like I said, in the series, nine of the 12 periods played have had at least two goals scored in them. And the wow. winner of the four games has scored at least five goals. And through four games, crazy number here, 11 combined players through four games have at least three points already in the series. Mm. So give me over six and a half. This is a high, like, what, what was like game one? It wasn't six and a half. It was like, it had to be five and a half. But no, Vasilevsky, it was at least six. At least it six. was? With yeah, the, I mean, now that he's falling apart a little bit. Yeah, it was at least six. All right. Over six and a half, so that, that pretty high first round uh, game there. Uh, all right, Harry will be there. Footprint Arena, Footprint Arena, oh, right yeah. there in Phoenix. Go lemon get him. Parlay shirt, lemon pepper parlay. Today. You got your lemon pepper parlay shirt. Go listen to Lemon Pepper Parlay with Mark Gunnels and Martin Weiss. Yeah, that's today. Uh, minus three is today. Uh, Spaghetti and Dave. Uh, Megan Fun of Sports. I think she's. I think Megan's going to have Dave on tonight. And lots of stuff. Race to ten. Go to it. Race to 10 right there in Phoenix. We're going to live on Twitter somewhere around 10 Eastern time. Hit the May prop culture, extrapoints.com slash arcade, a free prize in there for you there. And that'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds for Mikey Meatballs, for Babyface Joel Solomon and the Degenerate Trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Now